TubeCityOnline.com, this is Two Rivers 30 Minutes, a weekly series of interviews with people making news around the McKeesport area. Produced by Tube City Community Media Incorporated, a nonprofit corporation. I'm Jason Toger, the executive director. On this show, we talk one-on-one with elected officials, community leaders, and others who are trying to make a difference in the Monoc area. And we also take your questions and comments on Facebook and Twitter at Tube City Online. Saturday, September 17th, will be the Fun Walk for Kane. This is a benefit for the Kane Foundation, uh, and the location will be at the Kane Regional Center in McKeesport on 9th Street. Uh, the registration begins at 8 o'clock. At 9.30, the walk begins, and all proceeds will benefit the Kane Foundation and the residents of the Kane Regional Center. Our guests this morning are Janet Coolis. She is a board member at the Kane Foundation. Uh, good morning, Janet. Oh, you got to get a little bit closer to the microphone there. My husband always says I don't speak loud enough. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning. And uh, Bill Lalonde, who is a community outreach representative for the Kane Regional Centers. Good morning, Bill. Good morning. Good morning. So tell us, first of all, um, the walk for Kane. Is this the first time you've done How many times have you done these walks for Kane? Uh, this is the fifth annual Kane Walk for Fun at the McKeesport Kane. Okay, um, fifth annual. And what is the Kane Foundation, and how does it relate to the Kane Regional Centers? The Kane Foundation um, is a organization that raises funds to enhance the quality of life of the residents of Kane. Um, a lot of what they do is provide entertainers to come into our centers. They provide funds to go on trips. They provide um, Christmas presents at Christmas time, and uh, just things that. Don't come along with the uh, stay at a nursing home. They, they do the extra things to improve the quality of life. Janet, how long has the Kane Foundation been around? Uh, well, it was created in 1981. And like Bill said, it was created to raise uh, private funds to enhance the quality of life of the residents. And um, we have a lot of fundraisers that are involved with the Kane Foundation. But the one that we're speaking about today is the uh, Kane Walk for Fun. But uh, uh, the monies from the Kane Foundation go to all four Canes. Uh, there's a, a Kane Regional Center in Scott Township, Ross Township, Glen Hazel, and McKeesport. So, so tell us first of all. I, I, our, our guests this morning are Jan Coolis. Uh, she's a board member at the Kane Foundation. Bill Lalonde. He is community outreach representative for the Kane Regional Centers. Uh, as Janet just mentioned, there are four of them. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the Kane Centers themselves, um, because I think this is probably something that probably everybody at this point has known. Someone has had a family member or loved one, relative who has um, uh, been taken care of in in one of the Kane Centers. But I, I think people may not know a whole lot about. How, how this situation, how the, how the Kane hospitals were even formed. Can you tell us a little bit about the history of the Kane Centers, Bill? The Kane Centers were formed back in 1958 by uh, John J. Kane. He was the commissioner at the time of Allegheny County. And so they are owned and operated by the county. By, by the county. Um, back in 1958, there was only one Kane Center, and it was out in Scott Township. It was 2,000 beds. And, um, you know, after a period of time, the county realized that uh, 2,000 beds was, number one, too big. And number two, they wanted to disperse throughout the county so that it was convenient for people to come to visit their loved ones. So, uh, as we said, there's one in McKeesport, Scott Township, Ross Township, and also Glen Hazel. Uh, that was about 40 years ago that the, um, the, the smaller centers opened up. And uh, what we do... Uh, most of our patients are Medicaid patients, and uh, but we do do short-term therapy to uh, return home, 
and but a lot of our patients are long term and they're Medicaid and we provide for people that are having difficult times uh, at end of life a lot of times. Uh, Turn my microphone up. Approximately how many, um, we're, we're, we're sharing a microphone today, which is why uh, if you're hearing a little bit of an echo in the background, that's why. Uh, approximately how many beds at the McKee Sports Center and how many at the Glen Hazel Center? McKeesport is our largest cane center. It has 360 beds, and uh, Glen Hazel has 210 beds. That's a significant por- por- uh, population of you know, folks to care for. Oh, yeah, and we, we keep those beds generally full. We usually run 90 95%. Bill Lalonde is Community Outreach Representative for the John J. Kane Regional Centers uh, in the Allegheny County. The website is canecare.com. Is that the... Correct. And Janet Coolis is a board member for the uh, nonprofit Kane Foundation, which raises money uh, for extra programs uh, to be done for the residents at the Kane Hospitals. We're talking uh, specifically about the fifth annual Joan Burns Kane Foundation Fun Walk for Kane, uh, which is coming up Saturday, September 17th. Registration is at 8 o'clock. The walk begins at 9.30, and all proceeds benefit the Kane Foundation and residents of Kane. For more information, you can call Bill at 412 292 8069. Bill, I want to get back to you and talk a little bit about this, um, about what sort of residents uh, are, are taking care of at Kane. But Janet, uh, first, uh, who was Joan Burns? Joan Burns was my cousin, first cousin. <clears throat> okay. And uh, she was very active at the McKeesport Kane. Both of our moms were at the McKeesport Kane. My mom came first, and then about a year later, Joan's mom came to, came to Kane. Okay. And that's how her and I got involved. Uh, when Joan retired, uh, she was a school teacher at the McKeesport Area School District for over 30 years. Okay. Uh, she spent a lot of time at Kane. As a matter of fact, she came there every day, and to see what was needed at the at the at the center, the McKeesport Center. Uh, she was also a, a trustee on the Kane uh, Foundation board, and uh, because of Joan, a lot of good things happened at the McKeesport Kane. Her and I together uh, co-founded a, a Kane Family Council. And uh, that is still in existence. And uh, we formed it to support and encourage and educate families because we saw what a process it was to have someone placed into a nursing home. And um, Joan Joan also, with the uh, school district, since she had ties with the McKeesport School District, uh, McKeesport Kane was able to partner with the cosmetology department, uh, with the art department, and uh, chorus. So uh, a lot of good things came. Unfortunately, in December of 2013, Joan passed away. Uh, she, she was uh, diagnosed with an inoperable brain tumor in mm. October of 2013, and she passed in December of 2013. Oh. <clears throat> and after her passing, uh, the Kane Foundation Board decided to uh, name the walk in her memory. So uh, this is the fifth year for the walk but it'll be the third year that it's named Named in memory of Joan Burns. For for Miss Burns. Um, Bill, let's talk a little bit about, um, I I think the the perception, or a lot of us might assume, that um, most of the residents of the Kane Centers are elderly, but they're not all, correct? They're not. There are um, unfortunate patients, uh, maybe a car accident, maybe somebody that had a stroke at a young age. Uh, We have patients with MS, we have patients with Huntington's disease. They're all diseases that strike when somebody's young. In addition to that, we have people that may be in their 50s that go into the hospital for a knee replacement, hip replacement, what have you, and they need a little bit more therapy to return home. So that those are our short-term patients. So we do have younger patients, older patients. Uh, we take all types. 
That seems to me it would be challenging from a sort of a programming standpoint. My sister-in-law works in a skilled nursing facility, and she does um, the programming for, for the residents. That seems to me that would be challenging to, to take care of that mix of people. The, the, the younger people are going to have different interests than the older folks. True, and we, we have a whole department devoted to that. We have a recreational therapy department devoted to that, and we, we social services comes in handy in those situations. And the volunteers, I mean, volunteers are so key to a nursing home. And, uh, you know, like Joan and Janet, I mean, they, they really made Caden McKeesport a much better place. How would someone volunteer if they wanted to uh, get involved with, with one of the four cane centers in the county? You can call me, Bill, at 412-292-8069, and we have um, volunteer managers at each center, and I will pass you on to the correct manager. Okay. Uh, we, if, if you missed that phone number, we will give it out a couple more times during the program. Bill Lalonde is Community Outreach Representative for the John Kane Regional Centers in Allegheny County. There are four of them. McKeesport is the largest with 360 beds, and Glen Hazel has 210 beds, both of those in the Mon Valley area. Janet Kulis is also with us. She's a board member at the Kane Foundation, and we are talking specifically about the Fun Walk for Kane, the fifth annual Joan Burns Fun Walk for Kane, which benefits the Kane Foundation and the residents of Kane. Uh, it is coming up on Saturday, September 17th. Registration begins at 8 o'clock and at 9.30 the walk begins. Janet, um, where does the walk take people? Uh, well, <clears throat> it takes us from the McKeesport Kane and down to uh, the Palisades, and we turn around and we come back. <laughs> so it's not, it's a brief walk. And the reason <laughs> sure. that it is a brief walk is because we have a lot of the residents um, in their wheelchairs that want to participate. Oh, great. So uh, they bring them even from the other canes and the McKeesport cane, and uh, we walk them down and around and back, and uh, they seem to enjoy it. It's really a fun day for everybody. It's, it's, a, it's a, good, uh, a good event. Uh, we have a take a quick 60-second break. When we come back, I want to ask you, um, folks are living longer, folks are getting older, and and like to ask you sort of, it, it, what those challenges are presenting with the larger population of older folks, okay? Yes. Uh, Bill Lalonde is Community Outreach Representative for the Kane Regional Centers. You can get more information at canecare.com. And Janet Coolis is a board member. We'll be back in 60 seconds. Support for this broadcast comes in part from the McKeesport Hospital Foundation, celebrating 36 years of supporting community health programs and services for you and your family. The foundation works with UPMC McKeesport as well as through the Mon River Fleet Partnerships in Braddock, Clareton, Duquesne, and McKeesport. If you would like to make a donation to the McKeesport Hospital Foundation or find out more about it, visit mckhospitalfoundation.com or call 412-664-2590. You're listening to Two Rivers 30 Minutes, a production of Tube City Community Media Incorporated. You know, we're looking for help in getting this show on the air and for help with other projects. If you're interested in the McKeesport area and you'd like to host a program or write articles for the website, call us at 412-614-9659 or email tubecitytiger at gmail.com. And we're back here on Radio 81 WEDL, 1550 WZUM, WMCK.FM, Internet Radio, and TubeCityOnline.com. Our guests this morning are Janet Kulis. She's a board member at the Kane Foundation. And uh, Bill Lalonde, who is the community outreach representative for Allegheny County's four Kane Regional Centers. Uh, before we took the break, Bill, I was starting to ask you that um, people live longer than they used to. I, you, you mentioned that the first Kane uh, hospital out in Scott Township opened in 1958, did you say? 1958, correct. So, so people 
people in those days, maybe they lived to 70 or 75. That was considered pretty old. Now it is routine. Both my grandmothers lived uh, almost to be one, almost to be 100. The other one lived to be 101. Um, people routinely live into their 90s now, and their medical needs. Obviously, the older you get, the, the, the more medical needs you have. How does that challenge, then, uh, the folks at the Kane Centers? It's challenging, uh, particularly right now. I mean, 1958 is kind of a, a year. That was when baby boomers were being born. Yep. And that generation is just now moving into that population. And um, I think that there's going to be challenges in the, in the future just having enough nursing home beds. So um, I think the big challenge for the medical community is trying to keep people healthy enough that they can stay home and then trying to provide medical services in the home so that the patients can avoid the nursing homes and the assisted living facilities. So that's something that's happening as we speak. Um, they're ramping up home care services, and you've probably noticed it already that yep. uh, there's much more, uh, much, many more services available in the home right now. Um, you mentioned that the four Kane hospitals that we are familiar with right now, the, the one in our listening area, the ones in McKeesport and Glen Hazel in particular, were built in the late 70s, uh, early 1980s. Have they been expanded at all since they were built? They have not been expanded. As a matter of fact, they all were 360 beds um, when, when they started. And uh, so we've cut back but uh, on some beds in some places. But, uh, for instance, Kane Scott Township is um, 314 beds. And what we've done there is we made a unit specifically for short-term patients. So it's private rooms, private bathrooms, and it's just for, you know, you get a joint replacement, you get some therapy, and you go home. So that's why that, that was cut back. Okay. Kane Glen Hazel, um, there's two specialty units. One is a um, dementia unit that's a secured unit, and the other one is a dementia with behaviors unit that's a secured unit and that's managed or both those units are managed by western psyche western psychiatric institute and clinic okay so we we we've cut back beds but we've offered additional services and uh just what the county needs is what we're trying to provide uh you you mentioned home care services is is any of that fall under the purview of cane centers or no Kane does not um, offer any home okay. care services, but we partner with all the home care organizations okay. because we send people home on home care. And plus, there's times when somebody gets sent home from a hospital on home care and the, the patient can't make it at home and they come back. So we, we get referrals from them and we give them referrals. Do all the, the, the surround, I know we have some listeners in, in Washington County and Westmoreland County, and I'm not asking you to, to comment on what their situations are. That's for those folks to say. But I, I think it is most of the counties have facilities similar to the Kane Centers in Allegheny. Uh, there's Westmoreland Manor, I think Westmoreland County has, and, and Washington County has a, has a facility, I think, down in Arden area right. of the county. Both of them have county facilities, but county facilities, um, if you look across the country, uh, they're, they're, they've been reduced, and uh, private industry has taken them over. I think we have a special situation in Allegheny County because we have so many older folks. I think that we're like the second largest concentration of people over 65 okay. in the country, so... Um, it's a great thing that the county can offer all these services. Bill Lalonde is community outreach representative for Allegheny County's uh, four regional cane centers in McKeesport, Glen Hazel, Scott, and Ross. Is that correct? 
Correct. Hey, I win. It's like going to go on Jeopardy next. And Janet Colas is board member for the Kane Foundation, which is a nonprofit uh, charitable arm, which uh, helps raise money for programs uh, to benefit the residents of Kane Hospital. Um, Bill, I want to get back to that because I think a lot of people, um, especially as we are getting older, are thinking about our long-term care and, and what our long-term options are. So I um, want to explore that a little bit more because I think many of us are going to be having to make that decision either for ourselves, for our wives, for our husbands, for grandma, grandpa, mom and dad, whatever. Uh, we're going to have to be thinking about that. But but Janet, I um, want to ask you a little bit more about the Kane Foundation. Uh, you said it was formed in 1981. What are some of the programs that um, the Kane Foundation uh, offers for the residents? And we're going to ask him in a... Push that down in your face just a little bit more. Thank you. Um, Well, we do have our um, fundraisers for Kane. In addition to the walk that uh, is September the 17th, uh, we also have a free throw basketball contest. We have a director's golf tournament. Um, We have our Kane Angel Fund and Christmas stocking. And uh, just uh, this year, we initiated a motorcycle run, which is new. And uh, all these funds uh, benefit the residents. Every penny goes towards uh, events and so forth for the residents. And uh, I know today I was at the McKeesport Cane, and um, they're preparing to go to the Pirate Game. Oh, today. okay. So, uh, and, of course, the residents enjoy getting out of the building. Uh, they take them to lunches. Uh, to restaurants, uh, to the casino, which they love. That's another one of the. <laughs> that's another one of the trips they really enjoy. Out to uh, on shopping trips and uh, just all those things. And in addition to that, the Kane Foundation, uh, in recent years, has supplied um, big screen TVs for okay. for the dining rooms. And I'm speaking mostly McKeesport, although I do I am aware of the other things that go on. Mm-hmm. I know that there was a a big fish tank installed at the Scott Kane. Uh, and it, and these were things that uh, at resident meetings that uh, residents had asked for uh, as Christmas gifts. So uh, we also put a sound system in all the dining rooms at the McKee Sport Cane. So they have Blu-ray players and uh, they have surround sound. So uh, it, it, it makes for a, a nicer stay. And uh, if anybody's ever been to any of these canes, uh, they, they can see that. We we don't call them patients now. We call them residents yeah. because it's become their home, and it's like a big family. Uh, the McKeesport Cane being the largest, uh, you know, sometimes you think, my goodness, all those beds. But after you're there for a while, you get to know everybody, and um, it's just a, a very good place. Uh, I'm going to ask you to tilt that microphone just a little bit down towards you. Don't It won't bite. There okay. we go. That's All good. Right. Um, uh, Janet Coolis is a board member at the Kane Foundation. We had a couple weeks ago. We had uh, uh, the director of the Allegheny County Parks uh, on, and also someone from the Allegheny County Parks Foundation. And, and one of the things they said to me was that um, the that that the Allegheny County funds the basic operation and maintenance of the parks. But every so often, or or throughout the year, I guess is a better way to say it. There are things that are nice extras that that they think of, but they're just the money just isn't in the budget. It's a capital improvement project. Or it's a long-term project, um, and that's where the Allegheny County Parks Foundation steps in as the charitable arm. It sounds a little bit like that's with the Kane Foundation. The relationship is between the Kane Foundation and the Kane Centers. That's true, and okay. uh, uh, like I said, every penny does go to benefit the residents. And one of the biggest things that that has been a challenge for us in raising funds is to uh, get some corporate uh, people online. Um, we're we're not. A million dollar or 10 million or 50 million dollar foundation and if we if we could get uh, some better funding and uh, some corporations to come in and and help us out we could certainly um, 
do more at the Canes. Uh, what are so? And I'm going to give the website one more time. CaneCare.com is the website for the Cane Centers, but you can also get information about the Cane Foundation. Um, what are some needs that the residents have identified, or that the Cane Foundation has identified as? Hey, these would be nice things that we could have at um, Cane McKee Sport, Cane Glen Hazel, or whatever. Um, well, most of it, I think, it involves um, the entertainment aspect. Yeah, I mean, they yeah. like that we have performers come in. A lot of it's social. I know when my mom was at Cane, she was there for uh, four and a half years and the thing that I noticed from the very beginning um, is how well this recreation therapy department uh, was at Kane because they would uh, they would play cards they would play yeah. games I mean it, it, and it just uh, I mean you're there for the long term and it just makes the day go faster and in addition to that I, I did notice at the Canes uh, and I don't know if anybody's brought this up that they all have a chapel so it ends up being kind of a spiritual place also and people do like to uh to participate in religious services at Kane. So, but uh, th- those are mostly the things that uh, that we fund. But every year we we like I said we have the uh, Christmas uh, stocking, and we use those funds to buy the uh, Christmas. Uh, presents for the canes and we meet with the residents and we get their ideas to see what uh, they would like to have and over the years we've uh, we've purchased so many nice things for them and uh, we are talking with uh, bill lalonde he is the community outreach representative for the cane regional centers we're also talking with janet coolis who's a board member of the cane foundation uh, we're specifically talking about the upcoming fun walk for cane that is saturday september 17th at cane mckeesport on ninth uh, avenue in mckeesport registration begins at eight o'clock at the cane center and at nine the walk begins, and there's a picnic immediately following. There's food. You have no excuse not to go. They're going to feed you. And the first 100 people registered uh, receive a free T-shirt. There is a registration fee, but all proceeds benefit the Kane Foundation and the residents of Kane. For more information, 412-292-8069. You can also visit canecare.com. We'll be back in 60 seconds to wrap up. Support for this broadcast comes in part from the McKeesport Hospital Foundation. Since 1976, the Foundation has addressed key concerns that affect our good health, as well as our education, social needs, recreation, safety, and security. The Foundation partners with UPMC McKeesport and other agencies to eliminate barriers to all services for all residents of the Mon Valley. Visit mckhospitalfoundation.com or call 412-664-2590. Uh, Bill, before we took the break, um, we were talking about the the, the fact that um, some of the residents of the different cane centers are younger and they are dealing with long-term health conditions or maybe they've been discharged from the hospital after an operation and they need some uh, short-term rehabilitation therapy. But you do have a a significant portion of of older folks who are living in the four cane centers, correct? Correct. And McKeesport is the the largest of the the four cane regionals. For sure. Okay. So a a lot of us are going to be dealing soon with um, either... Our, our own getting older or our moms or dads or grandma or grandpa or our spouse getting older. What are some steps that people need to do to, to get ready for long-term care? Probably the biggest step is saving some money because yeah. uh, what's, what happens is, is that at some point uh, you're going to need some help in the home. And that's, those companies come, in-home companies come maybe two, three, four hours a day and they help you with things like preparing your meals, bathing, uh, just normal AD activities around the house. But that can cost, right now, I think it costs over $20 an hour. Okay. So, But that will help you stay at your home for a longer period of time, which is what most people's goal is. So that's, that's wonderful. But and as things progress, um, you may need assisted living. 
and assisted living is not picked up by um, Medicaid. Okay. That's something that you pay out of pocket. And um, those places cost about $3,500. They, they, they kind of start out there for the most part. So it's, it's $3,500 per month. Per month, yeah. yeah. And uh, there's not everything is included in that. And so um, many people spend some time in assisted living before coming to the nursing home. But uh, money is going to be a big challenge uh, for everybody as we age. Um, this is probably a question better put towards like the area agency on aging or something. But does the cane do the cane centers provide any uh, counseling assistance or referrals for people who are, are trying to do that kind of planning for long term care? The county does. Okay. right. It's through um, the area AAA, agency, agency, area on agency on aging. Yes, and uh, but we do have social services that um, once somebody is coming into the cane, we we help them. Um, not financially, but we, 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 we let them know what to expect okay. so that they're not surprised by anything. So okay. we do have that aspect. So if you're looking for counseling information about uh, or, or, or advice about uh, long-term care, uh, look in the blue pages of the phone book uh, for the Area Agency on Aging. Or, of course, uh, you can also Google. Everyone's got a smartphone now. Sure. You can Google Allegheny County Area Agency on Aging and, and get more information there. Bill Lalonde is Community Outreach uh, Representative for the Kane Regional Centers. McKeesport is the largest with 360 beds. And uh, Glen Hazel, uh, also in our listing area, has 200. And ten pets. Uh, what when when does a pay, when does a resident uh, come to Kane? What are the what are the qualifications for someone to to be at Kane? Really, the qualifications are that um, they can no longer be unsupervised in the home, or there's a higher level of supervision in the nursing home versus um, the assisted living, and, and that's that's your medical care. Now, the area agency on agency is or aging is who determines that, but really it is. It's not being safe in an assisted living facility or in a um, in a home situation with help. So. And, and roughly speaking, and I know every situation I'm sure is different, but what are the financial qualifications for someone to be a resident at, at Kane? Well, if you come into Kane and you have um, funds, you can private pay, and um, the cost is seventy two hundred dollars per month for long term care, and that includes everything. And uh, so when when you spend your money down to it's about nine thousand dollars when you spend that money down to about nine thousand you can have a burial plan and some other things but once you spend your money down to that level that's when medical assistance kicks in and um is that a combination of of federal state and county or that's the state okay that's the state so that kicks in and then that picks up your um picks up your stay. You mentioned that um, the facilities right now are 90 to 95 percent occupied. Is there a waiting list to get into the cane centers? There's no waiting list, but it's it can be a day-to-day thing because although we're 90 to 95 percent, we have some people that require um, single rooms for isolation purposes or for other means. There's also a male-female thing, so maybe we have um, six beds open, but they might be all female. So it's a day-to-day thing, and um, we tend to, we try not to turn anybody away, and there is no waiting list except for um, our specialty units, okay. uh, the dementia secured units, yes. We are just about out of time. Um, Janet and, and, and Billy, whoever wants to field this, I want to ask you, um, what are some things that volunteers can do? What are, what are some volunteer needs that, that people who maybe have some free time and they want to come down and help? Well, um there's a lot of things that they could do. Um, they need to take people down to church and take them back up to their rooms. And then when we have these events, we always need people to uh, to come and uh, chaperone and, and help us to uh, take them to the different events. And uh, I'm sure there's so many things in a building. Some people need to be uh, 
fed at lunchtime, and uh, if someone would want to come and do that, I mean, we'll we'll find them something to do. <laughs> believe me. <laughs> and, and 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 the way to do that is to is to call Bill. Yeah, you can you can call me. I mean, four one two two nine two eight zero six nine eight zero six nine, and they do things as simple as playing games with the residents, playing cards. Um, we have cookouts, so I mean they. They wheel them out to the cookouts in our courtyards. Um, we have, uh, in the courtyards, we have vegetable gardens, and they take the residents down, and they help them pick the vegetables. And, and Janet, you yourself, I'm guessing, are a volunteer, correct? I am. I, 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 usually, I usually come on Sundays, uh-huh. um, and uh, after the Mass, I do help them to get upstairs so that they can get... Uh, get their lunch because right after mass is when they have their lunch okay so give bill a call at 412-292-8069 that is also the number to call if you would like to participate in the fun walk for cane all proceeds benefit the cane foundation and the residents of the cane this walk specifically benefits the mckee sports center no. correct yeah. Okay. Right. Um, and that is Saturday, September 17th. Registration begins at 8 o'clock. The walk begins at 9.30. It's a, you can go to the website at canecare.com. Bill Lalonde is the community outreach uh, representative for the four Kane regional centers in Allegheny County. Bill, thank you so much for taking some time this morning. Thank you. And Janet Coolis is a board member of the Kane Foundation. Janet, thank you for taking some time with us, too. Thank you very much for having us. And thank you all for listening to Radio 81 WEDO, 1550 WZUM, WMCK.FM, Internet Radio, and TubeCityOnline.com. So long for now. You've been listening to Two Rivers 30 Minutes, copyright Tube City Community Media Incorporated. Opinions expressed on this program are not those of Tube City Community Media Incorporated, WEDO Radio, or those of WZUM 1550. Listener support makes this program possible. If you'd like to make a tax-deductible contribution or find out how you can underwrite this program, please visit our website at TubeCityOnline.com and click on the donate link. You can also get a free subscription to this program and other podcasts at our website using Apple. Apple's iTunes, or Stitcher.com. If you've got a question or comment, we hope you'll write to us. Our address is Tube City Community Media Incorporated, D.O. Box 94, Keysport, PA, 15134. You can email us at TubeCityTiger at gmail.com or call us at area code 412-614-9659. And you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Tube City Online.